evening. Welcome to a spontaneous, adventurous cat space. Usually, we have a bunch of questions and we go around the table, the family table, and we ask some questions. But tonight is an honours of our boys. Tonight, I am Cat. This is Buckets. Over here is Bray Bray, Brayden. And next to me is Aaron AA. Hello. Hello. Okay, so we are going to fly. Okay, now we are down to the wire. We've seen the episodes. We've seen the tears, the tantrums, the childish behavior, the game, playing the manipulation, the lie, and the backstabbing. (laughs) All in the name of Big Brother. So we are down to the nitty-gritty wire of the top five. We've got OG, final OG, Reggie. We got newbies, uh, Brenton, Johnson, Alicia, and Taras. Go Taras. They just eliminated master manipulator, big player, Tim Timothy Dormine. And, and not and not uh, not fast enough, in my opinion. I have hated Tim. I know everyone else have loved him, but I've ever since he's entered the doors. I've absolutely hated him, honestly. But let's look at it this way. Let's go around the family table and talk about this. Brayden, I'm going to throw the dice in your area and you're going to roll and tell me what you think. Oh, what a way to spin. Um, <laughs> I honestly, so far, like, there have been some great moments. There have been some really terrible moments. But honestly, this week has been very offensive to say the least. I really enjoyed it. Um, <sighs> um, let's talk about the infamous double eviction. Oh, yes. Of Estelle and Reggie. Okay, Estelle, I saw, I saw it coming with her. Like, she's been, she's been target number one since, like, week three. So that was just obvious. But Reggie, like, like, Sending Reggie home. I mean, home because they went into the arcade. And, yeah, let's talk about this twist. I personally feel like they could have done more with the arcade. It was just a room. I thought there would have been some sort of challenge. And a lot of other people have been saying that on Twitter. So what do you think about that? Oh, do you know what I thought about that? I thought, you know, I don't, I don't know who who the psychiatrists are involved in Big Brother. Um, there would have been some psychiatrists on board. But if you look at all the other series before it, psychologically, they've been pretty messed up. I mean, putting people in a white <laughs> room, uh, putting people in, in a room that has like a, a red diamond in it, and if you, if you basically get you're kicked out of the game, so I think they probably thought, you know what, um, we can't keep doing this anymore. So let's just put them in a video game arcade and, and let them have a bit of fun whilst they work thing up and, and let's just throw Tarasso <laughs> and see what happens. Um, you know, like I, I, I just thought, you know what, like out of all the, all the rooms that they could have put them in, that was not torture, okay? That was just... A little bit of fun that you, that's like time zone. That's what they put them I in. I was going to say they that. Put them in I was going to say that. I yeah. mean, if Big Brother had placed me in a 
room mm. like a time zone room full of games, gave me a bed and everything else, I'd be like, I may go crazy, I may not. Just keep on giving me tickets to win a few games. Rig the games a little bit. I'm happy playing time zone. I'll never want to come out. It's kind of like Alice in Wonderland something. <laughs> or, yeah, go down the rabbit hole, kind of see what's there, but bringing Tarasin. It was like I was sitting on the couch and I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Why do I feel my heart beating? <laughs> like so fast. I'm going, da 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 I just kind of thought it was just like, you know what, if that was me and they threw me in time zone, um, knowing full well that um, there are a bunch of liars and manipulators and pricks on the other side, I'd just say, just keep me in here. You know, I don't even want to leave time zone. Just just, just keep me in here as long as possible. I, I, I'll i pay to stay here. Um, <laughs> it was me. What do you think, me. Aaron? What do you think? Um, it, it, it has been an eventful week. Like, the... The thing I, I don't get is, like, we we never saw that fake double eviction coming. So, like, where did that come from? Like, obviously, obviously the game can change from, like, day to day. And, like, but, well, the, the thing I also like is, like, we, we obviously didn't see that coming. And that's the good thing about it, really. Now... Yeah. Let's now let's think of it. Here we have the strongest contender and competitor to win his way in the series. And I'm look, I'm all for Reggie. I want her to win. This 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 whole thing was set up for Reggie. But truth be told, let's be honest here, we're a family. Terras. Dear Terras could be the first newbie to actually beaten OG to her game and be crowned Big Brother winner and he'll become a legend of his own in his own right. Yeah. Do we do we believe this is Terrace's year or do we believe this is Reggie's year? Do we believe this is Brenton's year? Do we believe this is Alicia's year? Do we believe this is Johnson year? Johnson's year. What do you boys think? I oh, look, I um, I I really like Terrace. I really do. But if I had to put my points on anyone who's actually going to win this year, it's Reggie. It's hands mm-hmm. down Reggie. Yeah. Because she's the queen of the house. And you know what? She's got a, a lot of things going for her. She's practically blind, which means she's never going to be able to play this game again. Um, and just Australia loves Reggie. That we all uh, love Reggie. Every, yeah. Everyone in the house can't hate Reggie. Even Tim. And Terrace couldn't hate Reg- Reggie. And Terrace hated a lot of people in that house. <laughs> but they could, even with all of their hate, they still could not get rid of Reggie because they love her too much. And I, I bet yeah. you any money that Reggie will probably win it for that reason because they just don't have the heart to take her out. Mm. What do you yeah. think? What do you, boy, what do you boys think? Like, is this the possibility of seeing a lovable Reggie. I mean, let's all, let's all give her a shout out. Reggie, if you ever see this, we love you. And, you know, Reggie has the biggest support. What do you guys think of this could be historic? Like this could be the big brother winner twice over. What do you guys think? Oh, a hundred percent. I think Reggie, 
I think Reggie has it in the bag. Um, and that's not just my personal opinion. This is just observing all parameters of social media, like Instagram, Twitter, the forums, um, what else? Facebook even. I mean, Facebook is a massive Reggie fan. And, of course, why wouldn't they be? A lot of Facebook people are older. They probably watched her back in the day and whatnot. Um, but, yeah, look, with Taras, I think if this was, like, a newbie season, like an all-newbie season, I think Taras could have won it. But I think because there is that aspect of OGs, I don't think mm. he has it, unfortunately. Yeah. I, I Look, I, I think Taras is a really strong player and I really respect Taras. He reminds me of some of the, the characteristics that Danny had. But I actually do agree with you. I don't think he's won it purely because um, I think he'll come a close second, but I don't think he'll win it, sadly. I, I wish he would, but I don't think he will. I think let's let's look at it this way. Like we've seen the nomination challenges. We've seen the second nomination challenge to save their lives. We've seen powerhouses. I remember, you know, seeing Jules and Brenton walking and the first thing I thought it was, oh, no, this is going to flip the script. This is going to be like two massive sharks going into a, a pool of little fishes and, you know, the housemates are going to be eaten alive. And But the thing is, unbeknownst to them, Brenton and Taras and maybe Tim and Johnson, but more so Brenton and Taras. Taras, this is his eighth time winning. I mean, this is, you know, he's, I think what's great about Taras is that he's carved a name for himself. He's carved the, I think he's carved the words OG for him because a legend and an icon in his own right, not that they all aren't, but if, Say in 10 years' time, Big Brother decide to make another 30th anniversary one or nine years' time and start doing a, a 30th anniversary. You'd want to mix housemates from 2012, 2013, this year, 2020, and mix them all together. But the word OG, I think, will be more powerful in nine to 10 years mm. because Taras. You know, they're all legends. They're all champions. But Taras has carved the name OG by his name. And he knows. He's carved it because the way this man has played this game has been masterful. Mm. He's a genius. Mm. His strategy game is on point. His talking, his way into, you know, pulling the strings on everybody. What made it extra spicy was tonight was when Taras said about, uh, Alicia was, you know, oh, she's lucky she didn't go home tonight. And Alicia was just like, I was like, oh, no. She's got a gun for him this final week. This is the push. Yeah. What do you guys, like, all think? I think because he said that and she's shocked by that, he's going to be the next target. But Taras will just work extra hard, as he always does, in winning, winning challenges and then, She'll be on the, the, the cutting block, I, I guarantee it. And I'll be very, very, very surprised if she wins the next challenge, to, to be honest. Um, uh, like, 
Um, you know, I if if you want to know who the the hardest hardcore contenders in in my mind currently are, it's like Taras, um, um, Johnson, yeah, and um, and and Tim, and they just got rid of Tim tonight. Okay, yeah. so the, so they're they're like the, the the most hardcore guys that are that are that are in it. Yeah, everyone else when when Johnson and Taras get removed from the game, it'll just be on an even playing field all over again. Yeah, um, but so for that reason, um, I can see um, why they'd want to put Taras up and why they'd want to put Johnson up. Like, what do you guys think? Home stretch. Mm. Um, yeah, so, oh, God. Yeah, I don't know. Alicia's been lacking a bit. Mm. Like, there, there are times where I see her and she's, like, this mob boss. Mm. But then then she just becomes kind of a background character. And, like, I don't know if that's to maybe foreshadow her maybe not making it. I I don't know. Like I'm just this is all legend. I'm not spoiling anyone. This is this is yep. a spoiler. <clears throat> this is just kind of what I've read or like like kind of observed. Yeah. Yeah. God. Not spoiling anyone. Again, not doing that. Um spill the yeah. tea, honey. Spill the tea. Spill the beans. No, no, no. <laughs> but yeah, look, I and then you've got Brenton, and yeah, you know, Brenton, I he has become more likable over the coming weeks because, like, mm. I've actually seen aspects of his personality. Um, because his personality has not really been shown in the previous weeks, so I mean, that's good. Um yeah, Johnson, I feel like, has been kind of, he's been, he's been, I feel like he's been a pick from the start. And so is Taras, but Taras has also been very under the radar, mm. which we've all seen yeah. up until he targeted Tully, got rid of her. Still find that quite sad. Um, I miss Tully, would love mm. to have seen her mm. still. Showed so much more. But, um, yeah, I think that, uh, I think the moment when um, Layla dropped, dropped her sword for Johnson, I think that's the moment I knew that he, he was going to be a, a real contender. Oh. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you've got Reggie, who's, I think, I don't think anyone can actually want to get rid of her. No, of course. And that's the thing. And, and if they and if they wanted to, they should have done it way back at the start. It would have been way easy to get rid of um, Reggie at any period of the game. But yeah. she's not doing it because she's like a mother in the house to everyone. And the thing is, when you're in a house like that, you need all the support you can get. And someone needs to be the supportive mother somewhere. And Reggie mm-hmm. did. Like no, let's. So, what about but the thing is? Yep. Sorry, but the thing is, right? I'm looking at um how the public will see it because you got to think we're the ones who are voting at the end. 
you know, and, and a lot of people have said this, you know, if if Reggie was to get eliminated around now, that one person who targeted her, they their chances are like kaput, nothing. They've got nothing, right? Whereas in the start, it would have been okay because it would have taken them a group effort to get rid of her mm. and not do that. So, yeah, yeah. What about you, Aaron? Where do you see where do you see the finish? Like, where do you see uh, the finish line? And it's like, who who's your pick to sort of who who's now the target? Who do you think is the target um, this week? I think Taras is the target for the for this week, but I also think he can maybe make it to to like the top two with like with. Reggie, so it's like I, I think it's gonna be between him and and Reggie for the for the win. I think. Who's who's your target, bro? Um, oh, who's my target? Mm-hmm. You've got Brenton, Alicia, Taras, and Johnson against Reggie in the final nominations charge. Who do you think? We'll take it out. And who do you think is your target to actually go? Okay, there's going to be three more seats left before the final three. You know, who's is it going to be? Who's going to be up in the final? Who's going to be up in these these beautiful purple chairs we've seen? Um. Oh, okay. I think that. Um, I think Brenton's time is up because. Mm-hmm. He's an intruder. I think I think a lot of people, you know, as much as I guess they weren't so hardcore like Reggie, who went off Jules. I think that, you know, still when you're an intruder, you're still kind of valued less because you've been there for less time. So you haven't gone through the mental, I guess you've gone through the mental yeah. anguish through from day one. To all the way to the end. So yeah, I think I think Brenton. Yeah, I think he's going there. See, you mentioned Brenton, and you could you know, you're probably right. His time is probably up. Brenton, let's congratulate Brenton because Brenton mm-hmm. may be an intruder and he's lasted this long. He's the second intruder. Since Sam 2012, who's come out, who was in the top, who was in the top five or the top mm. eight of his season, if you remember. Yeah. yeah. Sam was just as close, and now we have Brenton, who is probably in alignment with Sam. How weird and how spectacular is that? Mm. And not just that, like in in from the Channel 7 seasons, he, he's gotten the furthest as an intruder. Yeah. Because like, last yeah. year it was Adriana who got to top seven. Yep. So, mm, But for me, when I see this, I think of Sam. I don't know why I see Sam and I'm going, these two are different volumes of different seasons. But Sam was an intruder and now Brent is the only mm. intruder left. These two... From nine years comparing, they're the only intruders to have lasted this long. Yes, but you see, Brenton was smart. He knew that 
there's going to be a target from on his back from the very beginning because he's an intruder. And he knew that. And he played that as an advantage. So he made alliances with Tim, which was the strongest mm. um, player. And he made alliances with Tarras, which is, again, extremely a strong um, player. So um, even if Tim fell through um, earlier than expected, Tarras would still have his back. So he was a, a, a really smart player, even, even though I think he's a snake. <laughs> like deep down inside, I think he's a snake. I think out of a lot of the players, he is really intelligent and he knows exactly what he's doing. And mm. um, he will have, he will go, oh, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll back you. I'll, I'll, I swear I, I will back you. Um, I, I'll save you because you're in a really, really uh, bad situation right now. Um, but, um, uh, you know, if he sees any sort of, um, uh, you know, any, any sort of way that you're a really, 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 really strong player and there's like literally that and he, he suspects that he's going to come up and that player's going to come after him, he'll just he'll make sure that you're out. But I think what's made a, this episode different is that he's not using his head He's actually just using his heart, and I think that the 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 game has kind of changed him that way because it was always the other mm. way around. So, yeah, I mean that that might actually pay in dividends, perhaps, um, because at, at the end of the day, they're going to kind of recognize and say, okay, well, you could have gotten rid of this player, but you didn't because you like him. Um, but every other time before that, it was like, no, I need to get rid of this player. He's a threat. What about you, Aaron? Yeah. Uh, what was the question again? Sorry. We were talking about Brenton. Like, oh, yeah. Um, I think the, the way he's, he's played the game because he went in there acting the, the dumb guy and sort of we've, we've come to, to like him and, in a way, for for play for playing that sort of game, yeah, and I think I think he could maybe go to to like top four, maybe. Yeah, I see him as top four. Yeah. I don't see him as top three, but I definitely see him as top four for sure. But let's not all look, Brenton. You can't tell me. <laughs> Him not taking his shirt off tonight was the most spectacular thing I've ever seen. All I got from this one was just, no, 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 no. Leave it off. Leave it off. I'm looking at that. That's what I got tonight, okay? Yeah. Right? You can't tell him when he took his shirt off, you're like, hubba, hubba. The only thing I was missing seriously was KFC and popcorn, honestly. Popcorn chicken, that's what we should have had. Popcorn chicken, you and I. It's like as soon as he took his shirt off, I was like, oh wow. Or like why wasn't this part of the rest of the show? Keep his shirt off and he's gone all the way through. Oh Brenton, oh Brenton, you're a legend. But the thing is, right? Um, if it wasn't for like what I thing is I find difficult to understand is the newbies are out, they're hungry, and they want to beat the OGs. But the thing is, 
they they couldn't beat Reggie, but now it's sort of like when they all walked in and they saw the RGs, we all knew some of them had a chance, some of them didn't have a chance. Paul Johnson, he he was pretty much at the beginning the quiet one. He's the super fan. He knows every housemate. He knows their backstory, how many times, like their evictions, this, that. And he became the quiet one. But then when he started out of the gate, it was like game over. Johnson knew who he wanted. He knew who he went for. And then he had Alicia. The thing is, I, I'm sorry, Alicia, but I don't understand her. Like, I don't understand nothing about her. Like, I don't feel anything. With I don't Alicia. feel anything with Alicia or her head game or her heart game. I just can, can you boys help me? Because I'm struggling to get to know Alicia. Like I'm struggling mm. to side with her thoughts and her decisions. Like, what do you make of Alicia? Um, oh God, I don't know. I think, I, I think that Alicia is strategic. I think she can, she, she can do things. I mean, I've seen it in multiple times um, rally the troops to get someone out, but I'm, I'm not sure. Like, See, I, I mean, what we know of her is that she hates chickens. Mm. Um, <laughs> she, she has a distaste for, ch- for sheep. She doesn't like sheep. Um <laughs> No sheep, which is the sheep. I don't, I don't know. Like, she likes super dupers. She likes, she likes those. Um, She's not the girl next door, is she? Like, she's someone I could see, you know, as a villain on Home and Away or as some, you know, Australian drama, you know, soap opera playing this villain character. She doesn't come across as this quirky, cute, likeable, lovable girl next door. She's very sort of, I don't know, overconfident maybe? Am I wrong to say overconfident? This is how I see Alicia playing the game, right? She's. It's almost like she's playing soccer. So anyone who's ever played soccer on the field, it's like this. You kind of, um, you try to get the other players offside and the way that you do that is by moving forward a bit and then moving back and then moving forward and then moving back. And I see that's kind of her kind of gameplay. So what she does is she rallies up the troops and goes, hey, we've got to get Tim out and don't let him plant a seed in your head because he's going to screw all of you, okay? And then when that happens and Tim's out, um, she'll just go behind the lines and hides herself all over again um, and then acts like a floater so that no one sees her as a threat or as, as a major power, whereas everyone sees... Um, Taras is this major power. Everyone sees Johnson is this major power. Everyone oh. sees Tim as this major power um, that that's willing to go out swinging. Mm. Whereas she just kind of influences and nudges people to vote in the direction that she wants them to vote, and then she just kind of hides behind the scenes again. And that's how I think I've seen her entire game for the entire season. She, it's, it's actually quite interesting because it's like um, there, there's like this saying in The Art of War where it literally says um, 
when you are weak, you have to act like you're strong. And when you are strong, you, you have, have to, to act, act like, like you're weak. weak. Yep. And I right. think that's entirely her game. I, I wouldn't be surprised if she actually has the Art of War in her book collection at home. Um, and she's just kind of um, learning from that because that's her whole game strategy for the entire season yeah. that I've noticed. I think what I've come to know about these housemates and newbies is that each of them has played a strong strategic game and each person that's on the board has either moved five steps ahead or have gone five steps behind and sort of, you know, everyone says, oh, I, you know, I don't like this character or I don't like this character because he lied, she lied, he said, she said. At the end of the day, <laughs> Big Brother's all about lies. It's about strategy. It's about lies. It's about nominating. Mm. <laughs> You're literally banking on $250,000. That's like quarter of a million. I mean, surely if you were in the game for 250000 yes, sure, you'd be making friends for life and carrying that through your life, but 250000 imagine what you could do with that. Buy a house, take care of your family, go overseas, you know, retire for the rest of your life even. But the thing is, I think <laughs> Taras has mentioned that he's the only one who I've seen has mentioned the word $250,000 at each nominations challenge. He said, I'm here to win. He said, I want that $250,000. Mm. I want that $250,000. I've got my eyes set on it. Mm. I, I don't know why all the other housemates you know, maybe Reggie has said it, but I don't know why the other housemates haven't looked at looked at that and thought, "No, I want that for me." Well, it's actually, I want to win that money. I need that money. <laughs> like, it's, it's actually interesting that you make that comment because the funny thing about it is that a lot of them are actually planning to make friends outside of the house, and even the way that they say goodbye to people. They hug them, they kiss them, and they say, after, after this, we'll meet up for a drink or something like that. Um, Drew certainly did that. Um, oh, Sam, God, certainly, Sam certainly did that. Not remind um, me. But, you know, there, there, there have been players in there that are building these really strong relationships, even if they're just friendships, right, outside of the game um, that are just thought, they're not seeing the money side of it. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if they've all just forgotten the money um, and just would, and just just want to no, build up just want to build up the friendships. And it's interesting to see all these guys that came in with great strategy and whatever. And it's like, well, bugger the strategy. I have I have friends now. I have to defend my friends. And it's also the the one thing, the continuing theme that they've always said in throughout the entire game is trust is the greatest asset. Um, that they have the greatest commodity that, that they have in the game. They've also said trust is currency in the house. And yeah. trust is very hard to go by. Like, I want to I want to know from both of you what you think of the, the trust between, you know, from start to finish, from start of 2022 to now towards the finish line. What do you make of the whole, do I, I don't trust him, but I trust her. I don't trust her, but I do trust him. I don't trust him. I don't know. Flip, flop, flip, flop, flip, flop. What do you guys make of that? Oh, my God. Um, yeah. I guess if trust is a currency, 
at this point we must be in a recession because um, <laughs> the kids like oh it's not just a recession brayden it's a depression they argued over lollies over lollies being taken away from them i, I know i know <laughs> um, if i hear if i if i hear the term head player and heart player again and I'm, I'm so over that me too because, because look i think you know and i think it's important to bring up the whole estelle situation yep. with Taras. i think you know i, I support both of them um, in different ways, I've always supported both of them. I'm not. I'm not here to, you know, take sides or whatnot. Because yeah, look, Estelle has consistently shown grit. She's yep. been the Aussie badler, and I think that needs to be respected. But also, you know, Taras is an abs- is one of the best casting choices in terms of strategy. For this format, I, I and I really believe that you know I think that you know they both present they both are good at the game in different qualities mm. and yeah I I just and I also want to bring up you know we are watching a highly edited TV show mm. I think that you know people going on social media and trolling them or sending them hate or like even death threats I think that is so unnecessary and disgusting and you really need to have a look at yourself if you're exactly. doing that uh, like can I can I say something about Estelle um I really didn't like how Estelle kind of expected Taras to fail as if it wasn't his right to um succeed and I, I saw that and I was like, okay, you, you, you're both in the same boat. You both want to succeed. It's just that Taras just tried that little bit extra to, to, you know, to win the challenge. And that's what he's been doing. So I didn't like the fact that um, Estelle was just like, oh, no, you should have basically stood down for me because I'm Estelle and, and this, this is the deal that we made. You know, if Estelle was in um, a different position and she was winning and she could go on all day mm. without any pain whatsoever, she would, okay? And she wouldn't save Taras. She would have She would have kicked Taras out. So that's why I'm a little kind of angry at, not angry, I'm just a little peeved at um, Estelle for her to think that just because um you know she had fallen that she didn't really um uh, that she should that that they they shouldn't have put people up that that's what the game is it's a game about uh winning and it, it's a game about losing and it's again a game about succeeding and if you don't like the result you can't just argue and argue and argue mm. you just have to accept it for what it is and try to basically dig yourself out of a hole and, and survive another day. And every everyone else in the, the game has tried to do that, um, you know, and anyone and, and, you know, you're going to lose some and you're going to win some. And that's just how the game works. So What about you, Aaron? 
Yeah, I was just uh, like, Estelle about that. What was the question again? Like, Philip was saying oh, yeah. how he how he found that Estelle was sort of on her high yeah. horse. Like, I have a different opinion, and I'll talk about them in a minute. But the floor is yours. Um, oh, it's it's a hard one about Estelle because you can either love her or you just hate her kind kind of thing, and it's like. Some of the things that she did in there was like, oh, that's that's a good move that she's did there. But some moves she she did in there were, were like kind of stupid, like like <laughs> to, like like telling telling Reggie to go and hide in the laundry. Like, I never understood that. It was it was because uh, yeah. he was worried about her mind being poisoned by the rest of the. The, the housemaid. That's what she was afraid of. Okay. And she knew that Reggie couldn't keep her mouth shut. So she thought, oh, I've got an idea. I'll just put her in, in a closet and shut her mouth for her. But do you, do you think, an apple in her hand. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> fixing, fixing the, the washing machine. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. Like for me, look, I can't. Oh, it's hard to say. I, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm I'm struggling because I love you, Stella. I hope you're watching this. Estelle is my girl. Estelle is um Estelle is you know a battler, as we said. She's not a strategic player, she's a heart player. And you know, um never underestimate Estelle. I've I've been a fan of Estelle's since 2012. I've been, I voted for her all throughout 2012. I joined the hashtag Stellahood. And when I saw her come on the season, I was like, yes, perfect player. That's my goal. And I just think, um, you know, let's not forget the lavender in her hair from years ago to completely a different, beautiful woman in front of us. You know, um, I think, People underestimated Estelle and underestimated the way she thought. I think Estelle is very sensitive and emotional and she played a lot. I mean, Tim bragged on her for playing with her heart, not with her head, but I think she did it because maybe the storyline put her like that, the editing, you know, the way it was edited, you know, she, she was seen in a natural light you know, compared to others who complained, oh, I didn't have enough airtime or, you know, I'm not like that really and they only showed this side and that's not fair. But thing is, you didn't see that from Reggie or from Estelle, you know. Tim said, oh, they captured every essence of me, you know, every angle. Estelle is a heart player and she's a very smart heart player. <laughs> I love you, Estelle. <laughs> My girl, I, I'm very proud of her. She did very well. <laughs> I thought her speech, um, I thought her speech against Reggie um, when after the whole Taras challenge, um, I, I thought that was kind of a wasted twist because they basically went back to the start where they, where they started um, beforehand. But anyways, I thought that her speech was really, really amazing. You know, it's the fact that, you know, she 
she almost like kind of it felt like a character completion yeah yeah like she really she took on board you know what this is a game of strategy and I'm here to win and I want to work with you I want to do this I want to do that and I thought you know yeah I, I really appreciated that yeah. I think Estelle is as I see her through my eyes is you know that superhero heroine-esque in a superhero movie you know she doesn't everyone underestimates her you know they pick on her they say things but at the end not all heroes wear capes and that's what I'm very proud of with Estelle she shed all her layers and she said I'm here to play a game I don't care if I win or lose I'm here to play a game and Mm -hmm. I'm here to hang with my old mates and make new friends and that's just who Estelle is. But the issue there was the thing is she should have shown that earlier in the game. But she did. Well, I mean, if she had made that speech or at least acted out on that speech, like if she had been that person uh, maybe 20 days before she got actually got evicted, then there's a really good chance that Tim would have supported her and everyone else probably would have supported her. But the thing that put her in, in danger mode was the fact that she said, um, I'm a really strong player. And so when you say that you're a really strong player, as uh, even though it obviously does change her as a character and there's all things great with that, Unfortunately, she put herself in the firing line because um, all Reggie really had to say was, I'm not as strong as Estelle. I'm not your threat. And what's going to happen when this really strong player that's next to me is going to take you out? And that that was enough. That was enough to go, you know what? Reggie isn't the target here. Estelle is. Yeah. Because she has changed. And although I can use her, um, she can, you know, switch at any given time and take me out. And that's why she got taken out. Even though I will say myself, that was a really good speech and it really was a um, quite an exceptional exceptional um, test of her character and um, I really respect her for that speech. Now let's, let's look at... I don't know if we're allowed to talk about this, but I'm going to be very careful with how I word this so we don't get in trouble or I don't get in trouble with. From what I've been seeing on Facebook is the fans have been going insane. Let's be real, okay? There's been, oh, I don't like this person, get rid of them, or I like this person, keep them there, or why is this season like this, or why I'm just going to switch off, I'm not going to watch this anymore. It's like, hello, this is a game. It's yeah. a game, it's ruthless, it's painful, it's, you know, manic, it's um, insane. Like, what we've seen this year, um, and I know some people have said, oh, this isn't, this isn't the 21st birthday celebration. And I even have said that at times where I've doubted, where I've said, look, this isn't the season I was hoping it would be, but... At the end of the day, this needs to be picked up again. We can't have our show disappear from our eyes ever again. Yeah, I, I think that the funny thing about this show is that it's 
changed all the characters. I mean, even when we were interviewing Tahan the other, mm. um, um, the other like a couple of weeks ago. Um, by the way, please watch that. It's a really <laughs> yeah. Even even when we were basically um, interviewing Tahan, even Tahan basically said that the show itself changed her in uh, some way. And it would be a shame either not to bring it back or to cancel the complete show because it really has mm. been one of the best things on television, to be perfectly mm. honest. And to cancel the show, honestly, would be a massive mistake. Massive mistake, in yeah. my opinion. What do you boys think? Um, okay, I think that, you know, I think they could go for a 2023 season. I don't think it. I don't think it would hurt to do that. Um, and you've got to think about it. You know, the way that Channel Seven invests in the show, it's very cheap. Um, mm. If you um, there is, if you read online, um, all of the OGs basically get got paid the same amount as the newbies. Mm. They get paid about like a hundred and fifty a day for each day that they're in the house. So, yeah, I mean, it, you know, it's pre-recorded, um, you know, it's, you know, the housemates aren't paid as much and whatnot. I think that, you know, they could go for another season again or maybe they could go from all newbies or another set of OGs to bring in. Maybe they could do that. But, um, yeah, yeah. How about you, Aaron? Do you, do you see next year happening for Big Brother? Um, yeah, as a, they could definitely go for um, for a season next year, but obviously we've not actually heard anything at the moment if if it's been renewed or not. But I think yeah, I think I think they could either go for like an all newbies season or maybe do the same as this year. What do you think? Yeah. I think they definitely should because um, I I love MasterChef. I really do. And Kat loves MasterChef. But Big Brother, um, and I, look, I used to be a chef, okay? So Big Brother um, was so entertaining that it was able to sway me off MasterChef. And that's saying something, okay? Um, I, I love Gogglebox. Gogglebox is a great show. That This that, is about Big Brother. Oh, uh, whatever. But... Um, I think Big Brother is better than Gogglebox and I think it's better than MasterChef at the moment. For me, I... Sorry, for me... Sorry. Sorry, sorry. The only thing I'll say about this, lastly, is for me, Big Brother has helped with my anxiety and panic attacks. It's not just been an emotional thing. It's been a mental thing. For someone like me, um, it's made me laugh. It's made me cry. It's taken away my anxiety and my panic attacks for an hour every day. It's helped me feel normal with myself. It's I've, mm-hmm. I've, I have the two greatest guys in my life, my best friends, which are you and Aaron. I'm very blessed that it's brought me and all of us. <laughs> no, but I got denied. <laughs> I got denied. No, but what I'm saying is, I have you every day. But 
<laughs> it's it's sort of for us it's had you guys in our lives but it's had you guys in my life and, and it gives us material man seriously and no but in all yeah. no jokes aside not just for us but for myself mentally and emotionally I've gained two new with all of us but myself I've gained two new best friends and I know Philip has said as well they've become best friends and you guys are a family mm-hmm. so it's a mental and emotional health and well-being and I thank Channel seven, and I thank Big Brother in general for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, let them say something. What do you What do you have to say? All right. Oh. Uh, you, you 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 can go. Oh me. Um. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. If they bring them back next year, which I I do hope so. Mm. I do. I do. You know. I I I, I relatively enjoy this. I do. It's, it's great being able to interact with the housemates whilst they're watching themselves back. I think that's quite an interesting thing. We've never had that before. So, um, but yeah, look, I, I think that Channel 7 should maybe invest more in, um, I guess, character development. You know, maybe they should, you know, maybe give us like a 10-minute or 20-minute daily show you know, on seven plus and advertise seven plus more because I don't, I have, I haven't seen seven plus be advertised enough. You know, I, just, I don't feel like there's enough traffic. You know, I would like to yeah. see some of that. So, um, if, if if a producer or an intern is watching this, hi, put this forward. To yeah, yeah, I I, I think. Yeah. Um, uh, the best thing that Channel Seven has put forward is, is like you said, braiding character development because it's the it, it's one of the things about character development is that we recognise traits within ourselves, and I think that's one of the reasons why Big Brother has been so popular because we see little characteristics within mm. ourselves that we may or may not admit yeah. to, um, and and it, um, like because everyone's kind of got a narcissistic side to them, but they've also got um, a um, a heart to them and they've also got the emotion of wanting to save people. And and it, it really is a, a really... And the empathetic uh, side. Yeah, we have an... Everyone's got, like, an empathetic side. So they there, there is a lot of emotions going on mm-hmm. in, in, this, in this show. And for that reason, I think that's why it's so popular. Um, because it, it, there's something about it that touches all of us, even if it's with a variety of characters. And I think that Channel 7, even if it gets sold back to Channel 10 again or they put it on Channel 9, um, mm. I, I think that it, it would only be a success from then on in. I know that there are people that don't like it, but I've, I've loved it. And I've loved what they've done with it. Mm. And I don't have any sort of complaints except that um, when I do vote, that I can only vote at the end and that's it, instead of voting yeah. people out during the entire competition. What do you guys think? Last last, last words. Those um, yours, both you of you. Can go. You can go, Aaron. Uh, what was it? What was the last question? Make it up as you go. Oh. Make up your own question and answer it. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah. I th- think. Hmm, 
thought. I'm, I'm trying to think. Like, come to like, this is it. Like, yeah. what has Big Brother meant to the both? We know what it means to us, but what has it meant to the both of you? And what has, how has it affected you? That's what I want to know, like, finally in this, like, on this the, family The question table. is, maybe we should really do would you keep it for another year? But how has it affected you? What mm. does it mean to you? Like, watching this version of Big Brother, because obviously we don't have like Big Brother here in the UK anymore, um, it, it has obviously brought, brought me, uh, you guys, in, into my life. Like, who does all to be speaking mm. to people from? From the other side of the world, <laughs> you know, it's like yeah, I agree like, with that. I I'd never thought in a million years that would actually happen. That that I'd be speaking to you from my home, and then like coming to you live from the UK, kind kind of thing. So, yeah. What about you, bro? Um, yeah, I I've always I've always liked Big Brother since I was a little kid. You know, um. Yeah, I remember um briefly watching Channel Ten seasons. I remember watching um Channel Nine. Obviously, um that's when I really got into it. Um because maybe I was a little too young from Channel Ten. Um and then yeah, and then I heard it was coming back. I was like, oh my god, I remember watching that as a kid. And so like yeah, now it's just like it becomes so ingrained into my whole brain, like my whole life, like. I don't know. I, I feel like it's such a special interest of mine and, you know, it's, it's fun. It's a form of escapism and I like it. And, mm. you know, yeah. It helps when it comes with, you know, the mental and emotional health and well-being. But it just comes down to basically, this is basically the best Channel 7 has to offer. Yeah, and anyway, it's been great. Anyway, we'd better wrap it up. Yeah, we'd better wrap it up. Thank you so much for the spontaneous, you know, off the cuff, off the fly, off the wall conversation. We hope you guys have enjoyed it. Um, usually Aaron will do this. Don't forget when you go to YouTube, search Catspace, there's a subscribe thing there. Click on that. Oh there's a bell, Braden. Click on the bell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, bell. Like, get a bell um, bell thing. If you yeah. click on the bell, uh, you'll, get, you'll get notified. Get notified. Time. Yeah. Get notified for each time. There we go. And leave us some, uh, show some love, some likes and comments. We are also on TikTok, tiktok.com slash at HelloCatSpace5. We are also on Insta at HelloCatSpace5. Tell your friends about us and let us know what you think. Uh, we have some fresh uh, topics for next week. I think we have one more when it comes to the grand final. And that'll be it for the season. Thank you so much for joining us. Until then, God bless. Don't forget we have a Facebook page as well. That space and hit us up and let us know what you think. Thank you for joining us. Stay cool, Australia, and um, stay safe. And uh, God bless you all. Good nighty. Bye. Bye.